Welcome back to another exciting, important episode of Unmarvelist, the podcast about two millennials who are watching the Marvel movies for the very first time. I am your wonderful, lovely, incomparable host, the amazing Babalu that is Graham. And with me is the most amazing co-host. Are we both co-hosts? I think so. I mean, it's kind of weird to say you're my co-host because then it's like, I'm not the well, leader of it. You know what I mean? It's like we're co-workers. That's co-hosts. true. Co-hosts. We are co-hosting. Okay, cool. Hosting. I didn't want to come off like, I'm the leader and you're the the partner. <laughs> the big one is the leader. <laughs> <laughs> and my wonderful co-host, Amy. How are you doing? Um, I'm good, I guess. Fine. Yes. Uh, it's been dreary. It has been kind of dreary the past couple of days. Not getting the sunlight that I need. I did purchase a lizard sad lamp for you, though. Yes, I am. I am trying out a lizard sad lamp. Does anybody, anybody out out there in the in the internet have sad as well? Seasonal affective disorder. Let us know <laughs> by by <laughs> an email. Know. <laughs> Let us know your <laughs> medical history. You don't have to tell us. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Don't tell us about your disorders. I mean, you can if you want I, to, if it helps. If it helps, I guess. But, but don't feel... Don't feel obligated. <laughs> that was... <laughs> um, so, Amy. Yes? This is kind of a big moment. Kind of a big deal. We finished, like, a project. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we haven't yet. In about an hour, we will have finished a project. Right. We... We tend to take on a lot of projects and then don't finish them, so I'm kind of impressed that we did. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and especially like on time. Like, yeah. We talked about this buffer that we destroyed before, um, but we are recording this <laughs> two days before it comes out, which is very stressful for me personally. Um, and also why we need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the nice thing is I'm going to be, uh, you know, home the next couple of days because of Thanksgiving break. So got you fam. Nice. Got you fam. And I will not be home. Uh, hospitals don't close for Thanksgiving. They don't. Much to the like chagrin of some older Karens and Clancy's that I think don't understand. <laughs> Karens and Clancy's. Yeah, I don't know what the male equivalent of a Karen would be. I think they decided it was... Like Keith? Was it Keith? I can't remember now. Someone came up with one, though. Hmm. I was like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I would say it would be Keith, but I know I know of a Keith that's pretty cool. But I also know a Keith that's kind of weird. What is the male... Version of a Karen. What? That this computer was listening to us. Yeah. You know, people say that, like, that's a bad thing. But I'm like, you know, if the government's really listening to me, they're just going to get a lot of weird, like, who was the lady in the movie with <laughs> yeah. Bruce Willis? <laughs> it's official. We have the male Karen name. Alan. Alan? Huh. According... To Kiss FM. Oh, the 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 most is that peer reviewed <laughs> Kiss FM? <laughs> yes. That's funny. Okay, so uh yeah, this is kind of exciting. Like we've we've finished this whole project, which that's kind of big and impressive. And it definitely like it feels good to have this finished, but it also like I don't feel thinking back, I mean, how many movies have we watched? Like eighteen? Nineteen, something like that? Twenty-something, right? Twenty-three? I think, yeah. I mean, like, I don't feel... We talked about this in the first draft that we tried to do of this podcast. Like, I don't feel satisfied. Can I just pause and say that Graham, while recording, <laughs> is putting a twist tie in his in his beard, or a hair tie in his beard. It's long enough that I can do that, and I don't have hair to, to put in a ponytail. <laughs> I want to see what it feels like. It's not even that long of a beard. Like, it's not like Dumbledore, <laughs> where, you know, the hair tie makes sense because it kind of keeps everything together. 
This is just a little <laughs> tiny, like, toddler pigtail <laughs> of a beard. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it feels kind of nice, though. Good. Yeah, I might keep it. Sure. Keep it on for at least the rest of this episode. You can, that's, that's fine. Your yeah. body, your choice. My body, my choice. So for this last episode, we wanted to bookend it with a, uh, a side quest, uh, which is another goofy sort of like kind of obscure version of a superhero movie. And so uh, I'll have to put a link in the description with this one because it's, it's not available on like Vudu or Amazon Prime or anything like that. I mean, we tried to find it. If you can find it now, that's great. But it is the 1978 superhero television film based off of Doctor Strange. So we, I found, like, a copy of it on Daily Motion, um, and so that's where we watched it. And so I think what happened, just to give you some context on this one, in 78, CBS ordered a pilot for a Doctor Strange TV show that they were going to try to get past. And so they made this, like, two-hour television event to showcase the, the movie, or to showcase the potential series. It didn't get picked up. And it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so this is like, it's kind of, it's similar-ish to like the other ones we watched where it was like, because I think the Captain America one was also a, like a TV movie one. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the context of it. But the, like I said, the, the link is in the description. Watch it. It's really, it's, you'll find out. We'll talk about it. We will. Why don't we? I would suggest watching it first so yeah. you know what we're talking about. But stop wa- Stop listening to this dummy. And go and... Be nice. Stop listening to this person who's very smart and intelligent and beautiful. Thank you. On the inside and out. People don't ever talk about how beautiful organs can be. This is getting weird. Let's get going. Okay. Let's do it. Some really sweet art and some background music. Uh, and then I started, I started listing off some of these images that we're seeing. But as soon as I... St- started with that they stopped so all i had was a wolf in a cloak and a star with a nine in it so it like this seemed to me the thing that kept popping up in my head is either like 1970s progressive rock album covers or something somebody spray painted on the side of a van yes it was like the psychedelic occult-ish dungeons and dragons-y kind of nonsense yeah it was pretty great (laughs) Now we're in space. There's a demon and a woman. Oh, she's a sorcerer. She wants revenge on something. So the demon's going to send her into the world or something. I think the the red guy was the ancient one, the demon guy, I think. But isn't the ancient one a good person? That's what I thought. But I think that it was. I thought the master guy was Mm-mm. the ancient one. Because his name was like Lindmere or something. Oh, all yeah. right. Uh, and also as a side note, I know you wouldn't get this reference, but anyone out here listening, the, the sorceress, the evil lady in the beginning, she is the voice of, I can't remember her name, but Archer's mom in Archer, that cartoon. Huh. Yeah. And I always get her confused with the mom in... Arrested Development. I thought she looked like the Arrested Development Same Different lady. lady, but they look very similar. They do. Yeah. I was like, is that the Arrested Development Lady? And then I never looked it up. It's so not. you answered that yep. for me. Huzzah. That's what I'm here for. Don't have to Google anything. There's a guy writing symbols with a quill. The demon wants the calligrapher destroyed. So the guy writing, I in my notes, I call him the master. The lady... I call the sorcerer. So just <laughs> just to keep everyone updated. Yeah, on and we everything. find out that that sorcerer, sorceress, actually, I called her sorcerer. Yeah, because you know, I I I subscribe to gendered pronouns. Okay, that's a joke. I don't I don't really care. Uh, but <laughs> in the mo- in the movie, you find out she's Morgan Le Fay, which if you're familiar with Arthurian legends, I'm like ninety percent sure she is kind of like what causes Arthur's downfall. Like, she's always been in a lot of folklore and mythology. Like, if you hear somebody named Morgan Le Fay, it's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Watch out for that one. Huh. All right. Because I think that she, in the Arthurian legend, she's the one that, she marries Arthur, 
then like she cheats with Arthur and Lance a lot, and then they get in a big fight and stuff, and then that whole thing. So the sorcerer has three days to complete the task, which I guess is to destroy the master guy. Yeah. And then I just wrote, one who wears the ring is the one who's chosen. And I got a big question in here, but I think what's happening is there's this big uh, event in three days. Then when the master's going to like transfer his power over to a new person and she has to kill him before he can do that. So then the power doesn't go to anybody and just dies. That is also the impression I was under, but I was also confused. But my question is, why does she only have three days? I don't know. Like, you'd think, if this is a really big deal like this, they would have planned this out longer than three days. Like, maybe like a week, or a month, or a couple Eh, Like, if they're immortal beings. I mean, demons and sorcerers can procrastinate, too. I say, they're like my students. Like, you had a whole month to do this, and you're waiting until three days before it happens. Like, use some hindsight. Sorcerer takes on the task, she bows, and leaves. Now, there's a city. There's some sweet guitar in the background and a building with a giant symbol on it. A guy knocks at the door and gives them zero time to answer before he just busts in. Oh, was that Wong? Wasn't it Wong? Like, why was he knocking on the door and then he just went in? Maybe it's they wanted to separate it just enough to make it look like he's not a butler. Okay. The guy walks around searching for his master. A close-up on something, but the quality is so bad we can't tell what it is. <laughs> I mean, he could say that about the entire movie. It's like, was that supposed to be something? They just zoomed in on it. Because, <laughs> like, even, like, the, the, when you find the, the big demon in the beginning, it was so out of focus that all I could see was a red background and, like, these golden white lights that I thought were eyes. Yeah, it's just a red blob of light but it was kind of endearing how shitty the quality was i kind of liked it yeah it's like those (laughs) old vhs like horror movies and stuff oh man i love those yeah younger kids might not know this but like you if you watched a vhs tape enough the the film itself would wear down it would just get shittier and shittier each time you watched it so like we had a couple of vhs tapes that like started getting really really gnarly but you'd still watch it because it was great. And then, like, you'd get a DVD, and it was, like, so clear. You're like, well, this isn't it's not the same. And I don't have to rewind it anymore. <laughs> the guy finds the master, and he needs help standing. Do you want to comment about the standing, or does that come later? That comes later. That comes later. Okay, never mind. That'll you, come later, Right now, y'all. you just get the impression he's an old, feeble man. Yes, he's very old. They look at a book. <laughs> There's a... The Dark Queen of the Take Sorcerers. It's in a book. Dark Queen of the Sorcerers. So that's um, the lady that's after them. Evil makes you not age, I guess, is what I wrote. I think oh. we learned that at some point because she's evil but old, but she doesn't look old. But then the, the guy is old, though. Like, he looks old. But he's not evil. Oh. It's the evil that does it, not the so, magic. kind of like cutting a tree down, you can tell by wrinkles how old somebody is. I guess that's just how it is in real life. Yeah. It's the smooth weenus tells you probably evil or young. Master tells the guy to find Stephen Strange and get back to him. So now we meet Doctor Strange in a hospital, and there is a lady playing with a baby doll. But we think it's supposed to... Like, stand in place of a baby. Like, they, we think that this was a serious prop for the film where a nurse is taking care of a baby, but it is the clearest thing that it is just a doll. It is a plastic ass toy. <laughs> and, and I remember she's, like, not even holding it like it's a baby. Like, she yeah, just takes it like by, by a by leg. Yeah, by the arms or something. Yeah, and just kind of, like, flops it. Yeah. It's like, why is there just a naked baby <laughs> on a gurney? <laughs> In the middle of a hallway. Not even, like, going anywhere. She just has a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, I forgot about that. Oh, I I didn't. That's one 
Oh, geez. You know, I cannot remember things that happen in the actual good movies, but the bad movies, I can remember things that happen in that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Strange and Nurse are talking about sex right in front of their patients. Yeah, put a pen in this one. I think they're in a relationship. It's pretty clear from the very beginning they're in a relationship. Yeah, they're talking about making love or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's... Would you like to make love? I mean, that's basically how it was said, wasn't it? I'm like, ugh. I always thought in the 70s they were a little less clear on yeah. consent. Yeah. <laughs> Strange sees someone with ulcers, and she's got a drinking problem. And she, <laughs> she wants medication because she's terrible at sleeping. And he says, your ulcers will go away if you lay off the juice. <laughs> Eventually, she's like, oh, doctor, isn't there, there anything that, that we can do? And then he's like, well, I guess you can, like, stay overnight and we can get you something to help you sleep. And I was like, I'm just like, she's like, oh, thank you. You're the only one who seems to really care. He was enabling her. Like, it shouldn't, like, don't do that because then... The lady's just going to know she can get shit-faced. And then you're going to be like, oh, I guess you could stay in there. Also, let's talk about this. What kind of insurance existed back then to where this old lady can just stay in the hospital? That's a good point. What it, was it like a nickel and then a good handshake and like that's all the bill is? <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Sorcerer is in a taxi. Kids start jumping on it. And then there's a kid that makes faces at her. And runs away. What kind of... What were the kids doing anyway? They were just like jumping off in the taxi. I don't know. I've Is that never what children seen do? that. Do children do that in places with taxis? I've never lived anywhere with places with taxis. I mean, I guess kids again, always this jumping is the up 70s. On taxis? A car just like children of the corn style. These kids just assault a taxi with somebody in it. <laughs> so weird. And then she's just like looking at this kid who's making faces at her. And then the and kid just, like... he just leaves. I don't know. I think it was supposed like, to show that she's, like... This? That she can make this kid leave without even moving. Oh, I thought he was just done. I mean, you know, probably, but it was probably a big <laughs> misunderstanding on her part. She thought she was very scary and she wasn't. Yeah, fair enough. Sorcerer follows a woman who's looking at used books. Is she getting cursed? I don't know. Yeah, and why that lady? Yeah, good point. Why that lady? Did she know that their fates were intertwined or whatever? Or did, or is it one of those things where it's like, because she chose that yeah. person, that it's like the Neville Harry Potter thing? Yeah, it might be that. I don't know. We might also be giving this movie too much credit. Way too much. Uh, she's just walking away with with some books so i call her book lady the rest of the time sorcerers on a bridge there's an old guy looking at her and then i said oh is that the master guy because i've already forgotten what he looks like (laughs) (laughs) they're talking to each other telepathically and then they talk out loud for a second why (laughs) why would you ever talk out loud if you could talk through your head And then she disappears. And then the book lady walks up. And then the book lady <laughs> throws the guy Just off the bridge. shoves him straight <laughs> off this bridge. So we we go down and see, see if he's all right, if he's <laughs> off the bridge. And so it's the camera's pointed at the, the guy who just uh, got thrown off the bridge. And a guy driving... We think maybe hit him yeah. too, and he just says, "Oh no!" Yeah, in in that exact same tone too. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and then people like slowly jaunt towards him. Yeah, and he's also laying in the like Family Guy falling pose. Yeah. Also, you got to give these folks some credit for actually stopping and trying to help, though, because I feel like in bigger cities like that, you got that bystander effect oh, going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people stop to help, I guess. That's true. So then I'm like, okay, I so the book lady is possessed by kind the of. sorcerer, kind of. We guess. There's people all around, and the master guy is somehow 
fine. Yeah, this motherfucker just stands he just, up. He just, he just stands up. Oh, go yeah. off. Oh, yeah. Go off, so queen. So he stands up, and he just, like, dusts himself off, and he's like, oh, no. And he just, like, he's like, did you see a lady? Did you see a lady? And then people are like, what the hell are you doing, old man? And then he just, like, stumbles away. And then, like, maybe 30 seconds later, he, like, gets out of sight of everybody, and he puts his hand, like, on his belly or something, and his hand turns, like, golden brown, and he's healed. Not even 40 minutes ago, or 10 minutes ago, he had Wong help him up because he couldn't <laughs> sit up. This guy is an asshole, and he is playing Wong. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the other alternative would be, because clearly he can literally survive right. falling, getting pushed off of yeah, a cliff not or a, just, a bridge. Not just falling, but being pushed off, and then which get hit gives you a, a little more momentum, right? Yeah, and then getting hit by a car. Like, off a pretty substantial bridge, like... Maybe Wong is a servant. Maybe he is. Ooh. I don't like that. I don't like this guy. Oh, I didn't like it. That was when I'm like... It's like in... Uh, did you ever hear the story about Willy Wonka and Gene Wilder, like, his one demand of the movie? No. So in the very beginning of it, when he does the... Like, he comes out, and he's, like, on a... He's limping, and then he, like, falls down. Yeah. He said he wanted to do that scene, and he wouldn't do the movie without doing that scene. Because he said, if he does that scene, then for the rest of the movie, the audience can't trust him. Oh. So, like, you're always going to be a little wary of him? Yeah. That's like this fucker. Makes sense. Freaking master guy. He could get up. Yeah. Anyway, master's got a glowy hand. (laughs) (laughs) The book lady is in her apartment watching TV. They're all watching the same thing, by the way. (laughs) What were they? Oh, yeah, they're watching Abbott. I think it was Abbott and Costello Costello. meet Frankenstein or something. Now we're back to the master snoozing. He wakes up when Wong comes in. Tells him what happened with the bridge and stuff. Not much happens for a a while. Yeah, this whole movie is just like... I could probably sum up the whole movie in like a paragraph. It's like when you read a Stephen King book that's like 800 pages long. The first 400 is just like description of a guy in a town. Not, nothing spooky. He's just about him and living in a town. Yeah. Have you guys ever read Insomnia? Yes. The first 200 pages is literally just about an old guy walking around. And he wakes up earlier and earlier. Yeah, that's it. He yeah. just walks. And he, he gets caught in the rain. Yeah. Walking. Yep. It rains and he walks. Correct. That's it. And it's an 800-page book. It's quite long. <laughs> if you love to hear old men walking around... I in guess the I rain. did. Heesh. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Strange is in the psychiatric ward. And yeah, so he's watching Abbott and Costello too. The book lady forgot about her tea. She wakes up panicked. Strange and the book lady are both snoozing. Ladies having a dream, a slow motion dream about what happened on the bridge. Strange also has the same dream. Is this where she's, like, just running in blackness? Yes. This is where I wrote, they've already run out of plot. Everything is in slow motion and dreamlike. Speaking of running out of plot, it always reminds me of my students trying to to push the limits on a paper. Oh, yeah. So what I always tell kids is, like, three pages means three pages. So when kids are like, well, what if it's, like, two and almost three? Three pages means three pages. Yeah. So what kids used to do was they would make their font like size 13. Sure. Which doesn't really add that much. No. Then they would do this thing where they made their per- their periods like four sizes too big, but then it just looks weird. Yeah. Like, I noticed that. I had this one kid. I was like, what are you doing? This was a new one. He made the periods bigger. He made the font a little bit bigger. He made the margins just ever so slightly in. And then to top it all off... He added an extra space in between each word. So it wasn't like, because what some kids do will add like an extra space after a period, like two spaces between, between the sentences, which is what yeah. we were told they, in the, in the very yeah. beginning. Right. Like when I was in grade school. I remember getting taught that. But now it's like, you don't do that. Yeah. And I actually found out the reason you do that is because it was, that's what you had to do for typewriters. Right. So that I kind of understand, but a lot of kids don't do that that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I was like, girl, I'm not going to, no. 
it wasn't, I'm not going to tell you if it was a girl or not, but like, <laughs> person, I'm not going to grade this. Why don't you go back and make all of those changes and then yeah. I'll take a look at it. <laughs> Man, that was, I was like, because the thing too is like, if it's just different sizes, I just open it up in a new document and then yeah. just like cop or like select it all times in Roman 12 point font, double spaced. Right. And I'm like, that's what I'm grading, but I'm not going to grade it if there's, you know, twice as many spaces as there should be. Yeah. Like, also, friends, um, any of the Graham's students who might be listening, since we know that some of you do, that's more work just to not do work. You're you're adding extra spaces and everything when you could just add, like, an extra adjective or adverb. Yeah. Like, just think of an extra word to stick in there. If you're really running short on material, you can find some adjectives to stick in to flavor it up a little bit. I, Pro tips in, from Amy. <laughs> when I was in grad school, there was a guy that did that thing where you, like, you... He was an undergrad in a class that I was, like, part of the grad cohort. And he did that thing where, like, you take a Dr. Pepper bottle and you, and on the label you, like, Photoshop the answers on it. Yeah. And I'm like, how... What the hell, dude? That took longer... Right. ...than the, the, the hour long of studying that you probably had to have done. Yeah. It is amazing how much extra work people will put into cheating. It's wild. It's wild. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's yeah. worth mentioning again. Well, what's funny, what's not funny, but what's interesting to me is that like there's always new things that kids There's always will a way. try to do, yeah. What's what's really great though is when I have a kid that like I immediately can tell if they have started like they like, just copy and paste something because the entire sentence structure changes. Yeah. It's like I really like Shakespeare. I thought Hamlet was very good. Hamlet's soliloquy in Act 5, Scene 3 really highlights the duality of the... And I'm like, person, really? We going to do this? <laughs> should we get back to yeah, Dr. Strange? Yeah, let's get Strange. back to it. Okay. That's a new podcast we should do, just teaching with Mahana. That would be breaking a lot of laws, probably. That and would also might be kind of boring for me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you could do it, yeah. I guess. Nah, I actually have a plan for a podcast of my own that I'm kind of mulling around in my head but book lady wakes up terrified and runs away she sees the sorcerer wherever she goes she runs into the street and a taxi hits a trash can why did she run out of her apartment i don't know she just woke up freaked out and ran she just woke up and bolted man taxi driver asks if she is okay and then is like well i guess i should put you in the taxi <laughs> <laughs> Emergency department. Book lady sees the doctor, but she doesn't answer any of his questions. She doesn't want to sleep. Doc calls Strange down to see her, and he gets flashbacks from the dream that he had with her in it. Yeah. The, about ten minutes ago. Yes. Yes. And then I said, why is he looking in her ears? Yeah, he's a psychologist. Or a psychiatrist, isn't he? I think... Do they, I mean, I know they're an MD, but like, why is he looking in her ears? I don't, I don't know. Shouldn't a nurse have been doing that? Well, you'd think the other guy would have taken care of that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, this is, seems like a weird thing to do, but okay. <laughs> Book lady tells him about the sorcerer lady and the bridge and stuff. She thinks she'll die if she falls asleep. Which was never explained why. Good point. She just that she just said that, and then that became a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Cause that wasn't the that wasn't part of the sorceress's plan, right? I, I guess that we I know of. This the sorcerer is in the hospital. Back to the master. He talks about book lady. Master's got to eat before he gets to the hospital. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's about to. To be like, all right, I'm going to the hospital. And Wong is like, you really need to eat first. Are they in a relationship? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Book lady gets medication, basically gets assaulted by the nurse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she sure did. Yeah, the, the book lady was in line to get her meds. And the nurse was like, well, you need to take these. And book lady pretty calmly was like, I don't want to. And then... The nurse, like, comes around and starts, like, trying to grab her and stuff. Yeah, I'm going like, to put these down your weird. goddamn throat. 
is straight. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, like, that's illegal, right? Like, there's very few circumstances in which, like, a, a patient would be forced to take. Right. Like, very few. Yeah. Strange tells off the nurse and brings Book Lady to another room. Master hand zappies the door and takes a cab, presumably to the hospital. Sorcerer is under a Frankfurter sign. She <laughs> <laughs> she walks while sweet music plays. Did you notice that she also ordered a hot dog and then the guy was handing it to her and she just walked away? Did you no, see that? Yeah, I didn't see she that. Like, she was standing there and the guy's like, he hands her the hot dog and she walks away. And then the guy turns to this other guy and he's like, what am I going to do with this hot dog on a bun? <laughs> Not like anyone else is going to order one. I can't put this back with the other hot dogs. <laughs> That's funny. There is a very cute cat cleaning up. And she possesses it. And the cat gets zapped and runs away. Strange comes in to a doc meeting and talks about Book Lady. We also don't know why she was trying to go into the house. I guess just to get at him, I guess. Just to like hang out there until he comes home? Yeah. Just- oh, okay. Did she know that he wasn't home? Yeah, she watched oh, him leave. Remember, yeah. she was at the Frankfurter yeah. station. Yeah. Yeah. What's that all about? <laughs> Yeesh, I don't know. Master's at the hospital. Brain wobbles one of the nurses to let him visit Book Lady. In, like, the best way. He just kind of does, like, he, like, lifts his hand up slightly, and he just kind of, like, wiggles his fingers. <laughs> and then, not even, like, you know, in, in Star Wars when they do, like, the... It's like they kind of wave their hand a little yeah. bit. He just literally like kind of picks his hand up and just does some <laughs> jazz fingers. Yeah, it's like he's playing the keyboard in the air. <laughs> this is one of those instances where it would be fun to have. You know how like some podcasts have a video to go along yeah, with it? Yeah, yeah, Every now and then, it'd be like when you're doing your beard. Oh, you're yeah, tying yeah. your beard or when we're <laughs> mimicking this guy's magic. It'd be nice to have a video to yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, we're mostly just sitting here. It's, yeah. it's not that exciting. Master and Strange meet. Master brings up a psychic bond between Strange and Book Lady. A grumpy doctor comes in asking for Strange, and the Master sends him out. With some more hand wibblies. With some more hand... What'd you say? Uh, hand wibblies. Hand wi- yeah, with some more hand wibblies. Wibblies. W- yeah, with some more hand wibblies. Oh, they said miblies. I might have accidentally. This word is very important. I just made it up. Hand wibblies. I don't even remember. Wibblies? Did I say wibblies? Hand wibblies. (laughs) (laughs) Master invites Strange to his house, shakes his hand, it glows. Strange sees Book Lady, who we find out her name is Clea, and she's snoozing. The the docs tricked her into getting tranquilizers. (laughs) So. That seems unethical. Yeah. Strange is mad about this. (laughs) Which makes sense. Understandably. The nurse calls Strange in. Book lady ain't doing so good. And I said, Strange bolts? Strange bolts. Yeah, he just kind of leaves. He just gets like... Oh. (laughs) Because he he then like kisses that girl, his nurse friend. Yeah. His girlfriend. He's like, I gotta go. Yeah. And then he leaves. I think... I was just reading this wrong. I, I thought bolts that are strange... Oh, that's gotcha. how I was reading this. I was like, what? What bolts were there? Gotcha. <laughs> Strange, walking down the street, sorcerer tries to make a child get hit by a bus, but it... it I, I, think, I think it was like, get hit by a bus, so he tried to save him, and then also get ran over. Okay. But as you and I both pointed out, I, I think the bus and the child were going parallel with each other. So the yeah. child would not have gotten hit. At all. Yeah. I think they tried to cover that up with some, like, the camera angles, yeah, but boy howdy, it, it did it not did work. It did not work. Strange goes to see the master. Studmuffin McCanson Pants the third says, it kind of looks like the Flintstones house. Yeah, because, like, the ho- it just looks like clay. It does. And they, like, live in Manhattan, so I don't know why. Why yeah. does it look that way? <laughs> <laughs> Father left Strange with a ring with a weird symbol on it. Master tells Strange he's a sorcerer, and his parents died to protect Strange because they were, like, in a car accident or something. Yeah, that just came out of nowhere, though. Yeah. This is a quote. If we're going to help her, we must do so quickly. And then there's a weird zoom in on Strange's (laughs) face. I remember that, yeah. (laughs) 
Strange calls the nurse to ask about Book Lady. And then I said, doesn't he have other patients? Yeah, he act, yeah he did. There's, just, there's, there's the old lady that can't stay off the juice for one. We know her. I don't know he's how she's ulcers. doing. Is she sleeping okay? <laughs> I don't know. She's probably getting shit-faced so she can come back and oh yeah get a bed. Master does some fiery magic stuff, and Strange sits in front of a fireplace. Master's going to send him to the astral planes or whatever. Strange needs to find Book Lady's astral body. There's some sweet special effects. He's oh, doing man. flips and stuff. Oh, man. And it was wild. wild. So cool. <laughs> He's just, like, flipping around. How do you think they did that? Did they just put him on a rope and just Probably a, like a harness. Yeah. <laughs> it was, man. Wow. Um, it reminded me of a James Bond opening. Because hmm. it was, like, kind of psychedelic. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't really moving. He was just flipping. So interestingly enough, we've we've brought up James Bond, but we haven't brought up Kingdom Hearts yet. Oh yeah, we sure haven't. I don't know if we will. Yeah. Other than that, the astral plane could have easily looked like the beginning of it when he's like, where he's like standing on the stained glass of the Disney princess. Oh yeah, yeah. Could have easily looked like that, or actually, <laughs> at the end, uh, at the end of the world. In the like gummy looking spot, or in the in Chernobog's. I was thinking that, or like when. Like there, remember that one fight that there's like that like five waves and it gets really oh, tough. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that area. Yeah, the sorcerer stares and calls for a ring wraith. Strange <laughs> is still floating, Batman like song playing, because it was like he was he's floating with these weird colors all around him and it, the music just goes. Excuse me. Without the sneeze. Strange finds Book Lady's astral body pretty quickly, but the rain... <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like it took that long. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, one thing they don't tell you about the astral plane, it's about the size of Rhode Island. It's quite small. <laughs> <laughs> but the wraith is still after them. Everything's pretty hazy, but Strange takes care of the wraith. He just says, like, by Ariel, get behind me. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Because <laughs> I remember thinking, like, that sounds kind of like Cthulhu-y. Yeah. The demon guy shows Sorcerer a beam of light that enters Book Lady's body. And the demon asks why the Sorcerer failed. And basically, she had the hots for him. Which, that never, like, when did we see that? There was never a moment where she was like, I'm gonna, oh my dear. Well, I'm just a woman and I... I was attracted to him. Also, this dude is the epitome of, like, 70s musk hunk. Yeah. Like, kind of, af like, white guy afro, kind yeah. of. Yeah. And, like, a porn stash. Yeah. And, like, you just, like, I know I said it, but, like, he's the kind of guy that I, if you walk past him, it's just like, dude, lighten up on your aftershave. Like, yeah. that's that guy. Yeah, for sure. So attractive. My word. It made her fail her mission. After 800 years, I finally found a man. <laughs> the demon tells her to do her damn job. <laughs> <laughs> Strange talks to Book Lady, who's playing pool somewhere. She's just in a room in the hospital playing pool. It's fine. She has the hots for Strange. How did she get discharged so quickly? I guess because she cleared up. I don't know. Good it's point, literally though. less than like 24 hours. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> she was like going crazy enough. They had to sneak her tranquilizers. And then not even eight hours later, she's playing pool and being yeah, discharged. Sure. All right. 70s healthcare, man. I don't get it. I don't know. She has the hots for strange. And then this is when we started talking about how he has the nurse girlfriend. Yeah, he's because he like you can tell that he's once K Carol, Cleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is macking on that. He already has a lady. Yeah. He like kissed her, and they discussed making love in front of patients. Right. <laughs> I don't like this guy. Me neither. Strange goes to Master's house, and then th this is in quotes. Surely you don't believe all this. And then I said that you said, dude, you just traveled the astral plane. 
Yeah, what more proof <laughs> do you need right now? Strange says he doesn't want any part of this. And then Stud Muffin McHanson Pants the Third says, they had phones in the 70s, right? Because I asked, why did Strange come all the way to the master's house just to be like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. That was it. He went there, he said, I don't want any part of this, and then he left. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Strange tries to take the ring off, but it won't come off, and then he finds the cat. Oh, that's why. I was going to say, that's why he came over, because that uh, was the only way yeah. that the cat would get yeah. in. Yep, good point. Other words, lazy-ass writing. Yeah. He finds a cat, and he's like, oh, this cat must belong here, so he shoves it in the door. Who does that? <laughs> why would you ever go to somebody's house, see a cat outside, and be like, I guess this is theirs, and then just throw an animal <laughs> into their house? Yep. So then we find out that the cat is the lady. Who would have guessed? The, or the sorcerer. Yeah. Um, the cat is grumbling. Wong looks at it. There's Then there's some raven-level magic dueling. If you have not seen The Raven with Vincent Price in it, you need to do that. When this, movie's, when this podcast is over, go and find it. It is the last, like, 30 minutes are absolutely incredible. It's quite good. It is so funny. <laughs> the sorcerer zaps Wong, and he's not looking good. They love that shot with the mirror. Oh, yeah. There's like there's like this little tiny mirror on a wall, and it seems like any time that could possibly be in a shot, they have the person standing in front of it looking at it. Yeah. So it's like they're looking, their, their back is facing the audience, but their face is in the mirror reflection. Mm-hmm. Like, one guy found it and was like, dude, we got to keep doing that. The boss is going to love that. The best part of this is I said something like that out loud. I said something like, man, they they really like that shot. And then Graham just goes, oh, that's a cool shot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorcerer has come for the master. She turns red. He turns yellow. He has zappies between his hands. They're kind of just zapping each other casually. Casual zapping. Yeah. Sorcerer calls the demon down. The book lady is getting ready for her smoking date with Strange. Who's already has a girlfriend. Has a girlfriend. And they have said more than once that he shouldn't get involved with patients. And here he is. But then she said, I'm not your patient anymore. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You know what? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Strange comes in and requests a bath. (laughs) (laughs) He comes into this lady's apartment, and he's, like, kind of wet from the rain. And she's like, is there anything you need? Well, a bath would be good. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just, like, he tinkles some wind chimes, and then he, like, goes to her fridge and looks in it. Who is this guy? He's a doorknob is what he is. A doorknob. Book lady sounds like a cat while screaming. She saw the sorcerer. Oh, yeah, because she was like, (laughs) (laughs) Sorcerer says she won't be harmed if he comes with her. Sorcerer brings Strange somewhere else, and book lady snoozes. The sorcerer is now coming on to Strange. And he's totally into it. Uh, Yeah, And, and now he's got some sweet chains around his neck. And then he's got lightning powers. To point out, chains like gold chains, not like BDSM chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like jewelry. And then I just said, this guy's just a horny bastard. Yep. The sorcerer wants him to take his ring off, and he's like, oh, no, why, why don't you do it? I can't do it. Why don't you do it? And he's Oh, hey, he's already becoming the master. He can't do those minor tasks. <laughs> <laughs> Good connection. I like that. Sorcerer leads Strange to the master all hung up. Sorcerer gets Strange stuck in a web thing. He does a zappy, and it's kind of like the devil's snare. Oh, yeah, yeah, Now they're both doing zappies, and uh, they just kind of return to the master's room <laughs> unceremoniously. Oh, yeah, they do. Because isn't that when the master had, like, American Idiot Green Day level, like, eyeliner? Yeah, yeah. Sorcerer is mad because she failed, and the demon is lecturing her, and her punishment is to be old. She is very upset about being old. The funny thing is, though, that, like, in the beginning, the the old demon is like, 
You have failed me. You are going to have the most hellacious punishment I can think of. Death is too good for you. Like, he goes on and on and on about how, like, you know, it's going to be like some, you know, Promethean level punishment of this eternal torment. And then he's like, white hair and wrinkles. (laughs) (laughs) The worst. Wong wakes up and helps the master up. Master lays out all the stuff about being a magic guy. And Strange is up for it now for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why he changed his mind. The son tells Strange that he's the chosen one. Is that the old one? Or the ancient one? Oh, maybe. The transmutation begins. So now his costume's purple, and the master and Strange have zappies between them. It was like that velvet sex suit, almost. I mean, it was gross. It was gross. The master ain't doing great. Wong tells him to be careful with the powers he has. Strange carries the master... Long follows. Now we're back at a dock meeting, and Strange is late again. And the guy's like, don't you have a clock or a watch or something? Because he's always late. Classic. Classic doctors. Always and then, But late. then his, like, his original girlfriend like looked at him and was like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> a book lady is sitting in the chair. He's real handsy. And he, he walks with the book lady. I wrote he's real handsy right here, but I he's meant it for, for the entire movie. He's just like casually touching women's shoulders and stuff, and I don't like it. Yeah, he'd be the kind of guy that'd be like, like, hey, how are you doing? And then he'd like put his hand on the small of your back. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Sorcerer on the news, isn't she supposed to be old? That was confusing. Oh, yeah. She's like came back for a revenge plot where they're setting up the series. Yeah. But yeah. Why is she not old? Wasn't that the whole punishment? That was the whole point. That was the whole point. Maybe she's only old in the astral plane. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. But then why would she just not ever be in the astral plane? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then. um, the, the weirdest scene in the whole movie. Freaking. <laughs> Strange and the book later are like walking again, and again, it's uh, the the book lady is like, maybe you can help me study because I would like to go into psychology, and he was like, well, doctors aren't supposed to get involved with their patients, again, <laughs> and um, wait, do you want to take this over? Because what I have is. Docs aren't supposed to get involved with their patients. Strange and Book Lady see the sorcerer on the news. He asks her for a date. Yeah, I think we just kind of skipped ahead a little bit. Okay. Yeah, because, like, all that happens at the same time. Like, he, they leave, and it's like, good. Because I think that happens twice. He's like, they go, yeah, can you help me out? Oh, I can't have, can't have a relationship with patients. I'm not your patient anymore. They then see that on the TV, the other sorceress who's, like, talking about some weird like crystal lady sort of like self-improvement thing. And then they're like, that's so weird. But then they're like, what are you going to do? And then they leave. And then I think they go back to like her apartment. Yeah. And they have the exact same conversation. Yeah. Where it's like, you want to come in? Well, I can't do that with my patients. Well, you're not my patient anymore. Like that happens literally within like two minutes of each other. And then he just like, then goes to a street magician show. Yes. And he sees, like, this guy who's, like, just doing some magic. And, like, Doctor Strange, like, walks up to almost the front of the stage. And the guy's going to get ready to, like, pull, a, like, some flowers out of, like, a behind a yeah. cloth or something. And Doctor Strange just looks at him and he goes, <laughs> and he, like, has his hand behind his shoulder. And he just goes, like, <laughs> like, he flaps his fingers around. Yeah. And then, like, a bird comes out. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's Doctor it. Strange. That's Doctor Strange, y'all. What a wild time. So, you know, this is the kind of movie that I don't know if a rating really applies. I don't think we've been doing... <laughs> oh, okay. Have we been doing I don't remember. I mean... I think maybe we have. This know. is, like, it was... It, if you obviously can't tell. This is one of those, like, shitty movies that's great. I mean, it's... Don't expect the world here. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, as far as lousy movies, it's 
a very watchable. Last yeah, that's movie. true. Some some of those like bad movies that are great are really hard to get through. They're so bad that they're not enjoyable. This was enjoyable if you like watching bad movies. Yeah. So I'm not gonna rate it. I'm I mean, not gonna rate it. It was bad, but good. Entertaining. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We did it. We did it. So how do we end this? I don't know. We never. I never thought we'd get it this far. <laughs> yeah. It's like that meme with Plankton. I don't know. I never thought I'd make it this far. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Th- thank you all for sticking with us. So long. If you've Farewell. been listening this whole time, that's kind of wild. Saying goodbye. Adieu. Adieu to you and you and you. It's from The Sound of Music. I, I'm, I'm aware. Oh, okay. You were looking at me. Without any reaction, so I didn't know. I think, as an introvert, it is difficult to to talk almost nonstop for like an hour. Yeah. So my eyes just started glazing over when you started singing, and yeah. now I'm tired. Just want to eat tacos. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you all. That was really fun. Uh, we're gonna take a break, I think, and then you know, keep an eye out. We'll be back soon. Keep an eye out. Well, thank you all. It's been fun. It's been it's been fun. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or suggestions, um, please email us at unmarvelouspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at unmarvelouspod and Instagram at unmarvelouspodcast. Uh, be sure to like those those social medias. Because whenever we come back from this break, we will kind of let you know via Instagram, most likely. We'll, we might update on Twitter, um, but for sure on Instagram, we'll let you know when we kind of get back into stuff. So, thank you. some tacos yeah let's go eat some tacos